Lucas Giolito has been in the Chicago White Sox organization since December of 2016. Uh, during his tenure, Giolito has demonstrated the ability to reinvent himself and has provided fans with unforgettable moments. Uh, the last two seasons, however, have not been anywhere near his all-star campaign of 2019. Uh, this past year, Giolito battled injuries and mechanical issues. Can he bounce back? in 2023 you are locked on white Sox, your daily chicago white Sox podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day hey Sox fans welcome to locked on white Sox. thank you for making locked on white Sox your first listen each and every day we're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Socks. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Socks. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Socks fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful uh, Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk off-season White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Lucas Giolito uh, tried to do all the right things leading up to the 2022 season, but things did not go his way. Uh, Gio's numbers dropped off drastically from 2021. Was it just a result of adding muscle in the off-season or are there bigger problems to address? And are the White Sox any closer uh, to hiring their next manager? Uh, folks, you know the situation all too well. Uh, our White Sox finished the 2022 season 81 and 81, second place in the AL Central, uh, finished 11 games uh, back of the Cleveland Guardians, who are now watching the rest of the postseason uh, from home. Uh, White Sox managerial search 2022 is underway. Uh, nothing too new to report. I did see a little bit on Joe Madden. Uh, perhaps you saw this. Uh, Joe Madden told 670 the score that not a single MLB team has reached out to him to manage in 2023. Joe Madden, of course, had that stint with the Los Angeles Angels uh, after managing the Cubs. Uh, that gig with the Angels did not go well. Uh, it sure sounds like he's ready to get back in uh, to manage. Uh, he's, I think he just came out with a book recently. He's been doing you know, that whole publicity uh, tour. He's been on a lot of TV shows and radio stations talking about the book. And, of course, everybody's asking him about uh, managing. And he, he had a quote, I think it was last week. Uh, regard regarding the Chicago White Sox uh, open position and Madden just basically said hey I'll talk to anybody uh, which is great but I'm uh, sorry for me uh, the, you know the the next White Sox manager I, I want them to be uh, the manager because they want to be with the White Sox not just hey I'm ready to manage any team uh, they see something in the Chicago White Sox and they want to be at a 35th uh, and Shields. Um, speaking of former managers named Joe, uh, Joe Girardi was another name that popped up after he was fired from the Philadelphia Phillies earlier this past season, way back when, uh, after the front office determined that the season 
was not going in the direction they wanted. Imagine that. Uh, a lot of money has been pumped into that team. Billy's owner, John Middleton, he has been very vocal over the last few years about uh, having no problem spending money. Uh, he has said, you know, that he's got enough money, you know, uh, more than he knows what to do with. Uh, he wants championships. That's what he wants to do. He wants to bring championships to Philadelphia. Can you even imagine uh, Jerry Reinsdorf saying something like that? Uh, Phillies, of course, have uh, Nick Castellanos, uh, Wheeler, uh, Bryce Harper, and even uh, Schwarber, all players that I'm sure more than a few uh, White Sox fans have wanted on the south side. We were close with the Wheeler situation. Uh, that, that didn't work out. Uh, his girlfriend or, or wife at the time uh, wanted uh, Wheeler to play closer to, uh, to the family on the, on the East Coast. Of course, we've, we've talked about the Harper thing and will continue. I thought Schwarber was, was an interesting situation. Uh, the lefty bat, for sure, we needed that. And we're still, we're still really going to be looking for that, I think. You know, I don't know what, what you would do with him in the outfield. I mean, he's been playing some left field in the postseason. But, man, to have that bat just in the lineup for the Sox, it, it looked good. It definitely looked good, as a lot of things have over the last few off seasons. It just didn't work out. Uh, so the Phillies, they fired Joe Girardi. Earlier this year, things weren't going well. And instead of just uh, surviving, the Phillies are, are thriving. And they are now in the NLCS, of course. Very fun series so far with the San Diego Padres. Uh, it is amazing what happens when teams spend money the right way to address needs with premium talent. How about that? Uh, and then, of course, in the ALCS uh Yankees and Astros are underway. I will be watching this series, but couldn't care less which team wins the AL pennant. I can't stand them both. Uh, I'll be rooting for either the Padres or the Phillies uh, come World Series time. Lucas Giolito struggled to get into a groove uh, and found himself needing to pivot when the results were not what he expected. I'm going to tell you what went wrong and what went right for Giolito in 2022. Uh, more on that in a moment. Dress shirts are tricky. It's hard to find one that fits right while also being comfortable and matches your style. Plus, with all the hustle and bustle you got going on, you need a dress shirt uh, that looks good enough to get the deal done at work, but is comfortable enough to play catch with your kid after dropping him off at practice. The dress shirt was due for a radical reinvention, and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter shirt is the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible shirt known to man, and here's why. Mobility is everything. Roan's comfortable four-way stretch fabric provides breathability and flexibility that leaves you free to enjoy what life throws your way from your commute to work to your 18 holes of golf. Uh, looking good is easy. It's time to feel confident with a wrinkle-free shirt without the hassle. With Roan's wrinkle release technology, wrinkles disappear as you stretch and wear the shirt. It's that easy. Odor-free tech with gold fusion anti-odor technology. Uh, you'll be smelling fresh and clean all day long. And on top of that, Roan is 100% machine washable, so you can ditch the dry cleaner altogether. The commuter shirt can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to roan.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on 
to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to Roan, R-H-O-N-E dot com slash locked on and use the code locked on. How about Lucas Giolito? What happened in 2022? Uh, he has been in the organization since 2016. Uh, came over to the White Sox along with Ronaldo Lopez from the Washington Nationals in that trade for Adam Eaton. Uh, the Chris Sale trade uh, during the 2016 offseason is, of course, one of the most uh, you know associated with the rebuild. However, the White Sox traded for Giolito the next day. So in two days, the White Sox acquired uh, Giolito, Ronaldo Lopez, Dane Dunning, Michael Kopech, and Yoan Mankata. Uh, I don't think the White Sox uh, fan base uh, puts nearly the same amount of pressure on Lucas Giolito like they do with uh, Yoan Mankata. But after we saw glimpses of brilliance from Lucas Giolito in previous seasons, uh, 2021 and especially Uh, 2022 have been disappointments. Giolito made his White Sox debut in 2017. He started seven games that season. Then from 2018 uh, to 2021, he stayed relatively healthy, taking the ball every fifth day. Unfortunately, we saw Lucas Giolito get injured on opening day uh, this past season with an abdominal strain. Uh, And then he tested positive for COVID and missed more time. He really struggled to get back into any sort of a groove or rhythm. Uh, The optics and, and of course, the numbers, uh, not to mention what he said himself about 2022 uh, and his struggles, prompted uh, White Sox fans to really ask what happened to Lucas Giolito. Uh, During the offseason, this past offseason, Lucas Giolito, I'm sure you've read about it, He added 20 pounds of muscle to his legs and core, thinking it would provide greater strength and stability. Uh, As the season progressed, it looked like Giolito was getting away from that bulked-up look, thinning out a little bit. Uh, He was definitely trying to make in-season tweaks, not only physically, but also with his motion. That is so difficult to do. Uh, Here's what Lucas Giolito said in a September article by James Fegan of The Athletic. Uh, quote, I was biggest I've ever been. I was throwing really, really hard, but then I kind of broke down. Uh, opening day, I hurt myself and everything kind of trailed off. I put myself, my body in a, a spot that I've never been like that before. Initially, it was cool. I feel really strong. I feel really great. But as I started uh, to throw more and get through spring training, it kind of broke down on me. My initial thoughts on the offseason are it's going to be a lot more based on just building athleticism, staying limber, and being able to repeat and repeat with that explosiveness, creating that whip uh, versus just trying to have a bunch of strength and power, uh, end quote. If you've listened to what Steve Stone has said uh, on the telecasts over the years, and specifically with some of the younger pitchers that the White Sox have, you know, pitching is all about repeating that motion, finding a motion. And sometimes it's, you know, simple as best that works for you that can be repeated. And it sounds like from that quote, Lucas Giolito has got uh, a good plan in place. Uh, In 2019, uh, he of course turned things around 
after a rough 2018 season, and he was an all-star in 19. In 2020, uh, we saw that no hitter, well, actually nobody saw it. We just watched it on TV. Uh, no hitter against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, 2021, Giolito was 11-9. and He had a 3.53 ERA in 31 starts. So he stayed healthy. He took the ball. Uh, 178 innings in 2021, 145 hits, 52 walks, 70 earned runs, 201 strikeouts, and opponents hit only 219 off Giolito in 2021. Uh, let's take a look at, at what happened in 2022 because a lot of those numbers uh, completely fell off. However, the record was the same. Uh, in 2022, Giolito was 11 and 9. Uh, he had a 4.90 ERA in 30 starts, uh, only 161 innings pitched, 171 hits in those 161 innings, 61 walks, 88 earned runs, only 177 strikeouts, and opponents hit 272 off Giolito in 2022. Uh, by the simple aforementioned numbers, and aside again from the record, uh, Giolito declined drastically, and you saw it. When, when you watched the games, whether it was on TV or in person, you, you saw it. The optics were there, and then when you pour over the numbers, you're like, wow, yeah, I this is what I've been seeing. Uh, Lucas Giolito's fastball did not appear to have the same zip on it uh, this past season at all. I mean, there were several games I remember when Giolito was sitting 92, 93 miles per hour, uh, and, and he was going middle, middle. Uh, and when that velocity, if you are not going to fool very many uh, big league hitters uh, with that, uh, when the changeup uh, was working, it was a thing of beauty, but I just don't think he had great command on it on a regular basis. Spin rate will always be associated with Lucas Giolito after MLB cracked down on the on the sticky stuff, and Gio has seemed to be affected. I really think it's a mechanical issue, maybe even a mental issue, and definitely a situation where his wipeout pitch needs to be dominant if the fastball is not going to overwhelm hitters, uh, missing middle-middle is also an issue. Giolito is 28 years old and and not regarded as the ace of the White Sox staff anymore, uh, you know, but I'm going to tell you why 2023 can be different. Uh, more on that in a moment. So we know uh, Lucas Giolito to be a cerebral guy. Uh, he talked quite a bit during this past season about controlling his emotions and not letting things unravel. Uh, whether it would be a blown call by the home plate ump, uh, poor defense behind him, no uh, shortage of that, unfortunately, or simply from his own doing. Uh, Gio seemed to manage things pretty well, but it's definitely a growing edge of his. Uh, I think he will have a plan in place. Uh, like he said in that athletic article, uh, he'll have a plan in place and he will collaborate with his team of folks and even Ethan Katz in ways he probably could not last off season uh, because of the lockout. Some of the uh, really the worst start, in my opinion, uh, for Lucas Giolito this past season was August 18th uh, against the Houston Astros. And what a game that was. Uh, he went three innings, uh, gave up nine hits and six earned runs. The Sox uh, ended up losing 21 to five to the Astros. Uh, I'm sure 
you remember that game. Tough to forget, unfortunately. Uh, the best of 2022 for Lucas Giolito, May 10th versus the Cleveland Guardians. He went seven innings, only gave up six hits and one earned run. Preseason betting lines from Bet Online. You got to go all the way way back before the season started. And the uh, betting lines for Giolito total uh, wins in 2022. The over-under was 12.5, uh, so he was under that. Uh, with his 11 wins and strikeout total in 2022. The bet online uh, betting line, the over under was uh, 215.5. He was uh, way under at 177. So attainable numbers in my mind for Giolito, but uh, he missed the mark uh, on both of those. Uh, Giolito is arbitration eligible, uh, 2023 free agent, 2024. Uh, Gio's name has popped up in conversations on social media in regards uh, to a guy that, you know, some fans would like to see traded away. Uh, he is definitely not the ace of the White Sox staff anymore, or even in my mind, a two or a three. Uh, he needs to make some serious changes this offseason because his market value has taken a huge hit. I mean, he might have even priced himself back into Jerry Reinsdorf's range, which is not good. You, you don't want that. Uh, I don't see Giolito being traded, uh, but, but he has a lot to prove in 2023. I mean, health is, is going to be a huge factor. It sounds like he has got that on his mind uh, as an offseason plan. And then, of course, just trying to return to his all-star form in 2019. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to video from that year. Uh, we've seen it. Uh, we know he can do it. He knows he can do it. And I'm not quite ready to give up on the 28-year-old right-hander. Folks, thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. We are on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen, the Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I will dive a little deeper into individual player performances like Yoan Mancada and continue to look at off-season options. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski, and until next time, go Sox!